0: Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. In today's show, we're going to talk about the astrological energies from December 8th until December 15th as we look at how both Mars and Mercury will be changing signs over the next week. We also have the Sun in Sagittarius squaring Neptune in Pisces, which is now direct. And then we're also feeling the intensity of Venus in Capricorn making an exact conjunction to Pluto in Capricorn at 25 degrees, which is a dance that she'll be engaging in until early March, 2022, when she will have her third and final conjunction with Pluto. So we are undergoing some big transformation energies right now, specifically in what we value in our lives. And I did a separate podcast episode for you discussing these Venus in Capricorn energies, but I think I'm going to do a show on Monday that really talks about relationships, really gets into some of the deeper, more prominent themes that are coming up around relationships at this time, because you could have a very serious transformation in what you're looking for. And I'm applying this to romantic relationships, those of you who are looking for your partner or you're looking for someone who gets you, who understands you, who's able to connect energetically in more ways than you've ever experienced. That's part of this intense Venus retrograde. So Monday's show will be about those themes, those relationship themes, and what we're undergoing that is so powerful, especially at a soul level. It is that big. So that will be a wonderful topic to look forward to. But in the meantime, over this next week, we're feeling these energies coming up and coming through, and you could have some deep, insightful understandings of yourself as it relates to relationship dynamics. Now, this exact conjunction between Venus and Pluto happens on December 11th, and it is important to be aware of what's coming up for you that has been transformed or is undergoing a transformational process because there could be something over this next week that shows you how far you've come, what you've learned, what you've understood about your needs and what you value in relationships, but also in all the Venus areas of your life, which are essentially about how much you love and cherish, respect yourself, and then how that energy goes out to make connections to others. This is a week to be very conscious of those themes as they're coming up. And it might not be only in romantic relationships. There could be other things happening that are revealing to you what is important and what is not. And this is happening in Capricorn energies, which are about observing and discernment. It's about your own self-respect and maintaining your own sense of self and strength as well as a sense of knowing who you are and how you're able to share with others in every area of your life. So this is especially strong now as we move through the holiday season where there can be a lot of events and gatherings and things happening where you're meeting people, meeting new people, maybe even coming into contact with old people meaning exes or people that you knew from previous times in your life. All of that energy comes up very strongly and it's going to be even bigger right now during this Venus retrograde, which can bring up relationships from the past, people from the past, people you've known, people that you have had some type of connection that is more than just acquaintances. So it brings up people who have known you. People that you've known, say, back in your school days when you were in junior high or high school or perhaps college, undergrad. It's like it brings up all the people that you've maybe interacted with at different times in your life. And so this energy can be very interesting because you could look at it on a timeline of your own growth and who you were then, where the energy connected, what you had in common with people. And now you might have a sense of, wow, there's no connection here. There's no energy that connects or overlaps. There could be some very big gaps in the energies where even if it was someone that you used to be really attracted to or really into or deeply in love with, you might get a sense of how far you've grown, what you've healed, what you've moved through and that there's no longer those energetic ties. So again, that is a strong theme over this whole next week, but I will talk about this even more on Monday's show. So in addition to the first conjunction between Venus and Pluto in Capricorn at 25 degrees, we're also experiencing the Sun in Sagittarius squaring Neptune in Pisces at 20 degrees on December 11th, which is the same day as the Venus conjunct Pluto energy and every time the Sun squares Neptune, there's something that can be difficult to see or understand because that Neptune energy removes. And when Neptune in Pisces interacts with the sun in Sagittarius, it can feel like there's something that's deflated because that sun in Sag is very big. It is an expansive energy It's very robust and excited, enthusiastic, it's very motivational, it can be also full of a lot of hot air, it can be a lot of exaggeration, and it can be extremes. So when the sun in Sag is being squared by Neptune and Pisces, it can feel like There's a loss of the energy, a loss of enthusiasm or exaggeration. It can feel like something might be dampened or removed. And part of this square is reminding us that For all the wonderful things that the sun in Sagittarius wants to experience and open up to, how we want to grow, how we want to expand, it is a fire sign. It's a masculine energy, and it's also connected to a sense of self. And so it's connected to the ego and your desires and who you want to be in the world and what you want to do. And that square from Neptune and Pisces will basically let out some of that energy and remove it and remove part of the ego, remove part of that sense of self or maybe what has been overinflated. So this is where we allow change to happen and we know that everything is always in change always fluctuating, always shifting and moving. So it's a good time to remain flexible, to not be too locked in or to have certain expectations. And that could be a good keyword to check in on for yourself What are my expectations? What am I expecting of myself or of another person or of this situation or of what's coming up on the calendar? What are my expectations? Because that square to Neptune means that those expectations probably aren't going to be realized in the way that you want them to be. But you're allowing yourself to keep trusting, to keep flowing, and to keep going with the energies, even if it's not exactly as how you thought it would play out or how you You thought it might show up. So one of the gifts of this square to Neptune and Pisces at 20 degrees is that it reminds us that we're not just our egos or sense of self-identity, that we have to stay open to what we don't know and to be aware of how our energy is made to continually trust. We are made to trust, but look at how that gets shut down or removed or something happens that really challenges our ability to trust. And of course, you can look at this through any time in your life, even when you were younger as a child and very open to energies or very open to the world. And then something happens, something from the real world happened, and it really can shut down our capabilities of trusting, trusting ourselves, trusting that we're loved, trusting that we're supported, trusting that we're surrounded by energies that we don't always see, but we feel and we know are there. These are some of the bigger connections to Neptune and Pisces that we can work with, where even when we don't know an answer, we don't know how something is going to play out or if it's going to show up, we can have very big questions. We are designed to keep trusting But we have to get out of our minds in order to do that, and we have to be aware of how our fears, doubts, shadow energies are creeping in, and how those are also taking us away from our ability to trust. So that is something that you may feel guided to check in on this week, is how am I trusting? How am I trusting myself? How am I trusting my energy? How am I trusting God, Source, Spirit, the universe? What are the those connections? Are they strong enough right now? Or do I need to practice this more and bring in more support for trust? And in fact, you can do this through various visualizations or meditations, especially if you start up at the crown chakra and visualize a certain color of energy coming through that maybe resonates with you. I mean, this could be a brilliant white light of energy or something that resembles trust to you. Maybe it's a gorgeous apple green color or a very beautiful lavender. But imagine that energy coming down and moving through all seven of your chakras and then continuing down into your legs and grounding into the earth so that it feels stable, strong, and clear not only in your energy, but also connected to the earth's foundational energy. And basically you are showering yourself with trust or anything else that you need right now to help you through this time or anything that you're moving through. Because when we call in this energy, it's very powerful and we feel it. We feel it deeply, even at a cellular level, where it reminds you of your power to create, to create the energy you want to embody to create how you want to feel or what you want to focus on. And this can be reassuring. This can also be a reminder of your power, your choices, and your ability to take care of yourself even as you move through uncertainty or big energies. So practicing something as simple as this visualization can help you feel deeply connected to how much the universe loves you, to how perfect the universe is, because here we have this universe, which is part of a multiverse, which is part of a universe, which is part of a multiverse, and it's a reminder of how big the energies are. I mean, they're just this mammoth, almost indescribable energy field that we can work with and have access to, but we forget or we get distracted or we get very wrapped up in our everyday human lives, of course. But this is a reminder to come back to calling in exactly what you need and that it will invigorate you. And it's another way to feel grounded and clear while remembering how much you are loved in this perfect chaotic energy system of the universe. The more intentionally we work with energies in this way, the more we really feel it. And it really helps to shift us into other experiences of energies. It reminds us of where we're putting our intention and our choices and how we're also in charge of ourselves at all times. So the universe loves you. The universe is perfect, even though it is chaotic and messy, but it's also reminding yourself that you can absolutely ground in as needed and when needed and call in what you need to feel. Feel supported. Another manifestation of the sun in Sagittarius being squared by Neptune and Pisces is that there could be something that leaves because that Neptune energy, since it removes and dissolves, there could be an ending or a transition here where something is no longer needed in your life or in your energy field. There's a disconnect of some sort. And Neptune is like, well, let me just take that off your plate for you. And then it's something that is dissolved or removed. This Neptune energy can be a challenge to our ego or to what we want to hold on to, to what we've claimed. But this is a beautiful opportunity to practice grace to be in a state of allowance, and to trust the transitions as they occur. Because that Neptune energy doesn't want us to be too attached, doesn't want us to hold on to something, especially if it's no longer an energetic fit or it no longer resonates with you and where you're at now. So if there's something that leaves or that's removed, if you can go into that place of trusting it and just honoring what you've learned or what it brought to you, that energy of gratitude can also help with anything that is on its way out or that no longer is needed on your journey. And again, this energy is strongest on December 11th, but it has a tendency to build up a few days beforehand. Now, we're also going to see Mercury in Sagittarius make a quick pass over the galactic center at 27 degrees of Sagittarius, and that will happen on... December 11th and 12th, depending on your time zone. And this is a fast-moving Mercury, so this is also a time period to be very aware of any messages or transmissions that come through. Anything that you're receiving, any solutions, any ideas, anything that's helping you grow and expand, this might be part of your experience as well over this next week as Mercury connects to the Galactic Center. Mercury is a messenger, and Mercury is all about what we're thinking, what we're telling ourselves, the information that we're taking in, and how we respond to it, how we perceive it, and then how we talk about it or communicate it. So this energy is very cerebral, and Mercury in Sagittarius is a big thinker. It's the energy of what have I not done yet? How can I go big? What's the next inspiring idea or adventure? This is also the energy of how we collect wisdom and knowledge, how we take in bigger understandings of the world at large. So this is where Mercury is going to be infused by the galactic center consciousness, and there could be something that comes through that really inspires you, motivates you, something opens up, something is said maybe in a conversation or there could be some kind of passing thought or idea that has a lot of energy to it that inspires you to maybe do something with it. So that could be one of the manifestations here over this next week and also a good thing to be aware of, especially if you're looking for a solution. If you're wanting to know something or you're looking to receive information in any capacity, Mercury going across the galactic center can open you up to a much broader way of understanding a problem or also considering what to do next or what to do going forward. Now, what's really cool here about this astrological wheel is how after every fire sign, we have an earth sign. And so the fire signs are about motivation, action, growth, inspiration. What am I going to do with this? Finding something or coming across something that lights you up and gets you going. And then as the energies move into the next earth sign, there's an opportunity to practically assess what is worthwhile, what is realistic, what you can really do with this inspiration. And that's what will be unfolding over the next week as Mercury moves from Sagittarius into Capricorn, an earth sign that is going to say, okay, what purpose does this have? How would this be useful? What can you really do with this? And an example I like to use, especially with Mercury, Moving from Sagittarius into Capricorn is that Mercury in Sagittarius is where you go to learn something. So let's say it's where you go to college or undergrad and you're focusing in on a specific area of knowledge and you're taking the courses, you're going through the prereqs and going through a full program and learning a lot. Then Capricorn is the energy of how are you going to use this knowledge in a career, in a job, and to make money. Because you could go to school for various topics, all kinds of topics, but the Capricorn energy is, how is this useful in the real world? Is someone going to hire you with this knowledge base? Is there a job where you can take this knowledge or all this information you've learned through all these classes and realistically apply it? So that's what the transition from Sagittarius to Capricorn is, is that, okay, if you have all this information, all these experiences, everything you've learned, what are you going to do with it? And as Mercury moves into Capricorn on December 13th, we can start to see what is too much. What was too much? Because that Sagittarius energy likes a lot, wants a lot of information, wants a lot of experiences. But then the energy in Capricorn doesn't want a lot, wants things to be cut out and removed. That is excessive. We don't need that. You can't use that. I don't see how this is applicable. So that Capricorn, we'll call it a lens. The Capricorn lens is very clear about what's going to work and what's not and how are you going to realistically apply this. Now, this is important to note because Mercury moves into Capricorn December 13th and it will stay there until January 3rd. But then because of the upcoming Mercury retrograde in January, Mercury re enters Capricorn in late January and is there for a few weeks in February. So we're going to have Mercury and Capricorn energies into February and we're going to have opportunities to really look at what's useful and what's not. And it's simply assessing what you've accumulated that has value, that can be used, that has ongoing information, and what you've realized is not needed. So you can take this as a simple visual of everything on your desk. And maybe you have things on your desk that you really like. They represent various experiences. You have pictures of family or loved ones you have things that you have on your desk that are inspiring or have value or whatever it might be that mercury and capricorn comes through and says no 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 this is taking up room you don't need this this is old and outdated this doesn't have use anymore what are you going to get rid of next and this is because The Mercury in Capricorn wants us to focus on what matters and remove a distraction, remove anything that doesn't really serve a purpose or a function. So this is a time to be very aware of what you're focusing on, of what you're mentally focusing on, because if we make the most of Capricorn energy, we can get some good results. We can make progress. We can accomplish projects. We can move things forward and Be aware of what we're focused on that is going to pay off. Pay off for the long term as well as for the priorities in front of you. So this can also be a time where you assess where you're at capacity. You can't take on one more thing. You need to say, no, I'm sorry. My calendar's full. I'm working already at my bandwidth. I'm not able to do anything else. This mercury will give you good boundaries around your time management now on the same day, December 13th, we also have Mars entering Sagittarius. And this is a transition from Scorpio, which has been the deep dive, the passionate driving force of what you want, understanding more perhaps of why you want something or if there is a motivation that you weren't in touch with, that Mars and Scorpio is all about what it can create and manifest and how it's given us the ability to stay very focused on what we want now as mars moves into sagittarius there is an opening here that is about more possibilities and more flexibility mars entering sagittarius is very inspired and it wants to move this is the energy of the marathon runner the long distance runner where you want to take the energy out and see how far you can go. So this is often an inspired and motivated Mars, but there's a desire for freedom, for breaking away from what you've been focused on and having that room to roam, having the space to do what you want, to feel like you have freedom and that you're not tied down or held back by what other people want or expect from you. So this is a freedom seeking. Mars and Sagittarius, which is an interesting juxtaposition to the strong Capricorn energies that we're already in. Since we're going to have Mercury, Venus, and Pluto all in Capricorn, this Mars and Sag is about wanting to let loose. And it's even that feeling of, I don't want to sit still anymore. I need to go for a run. I need to go outside. I'm feeling restless. And when Mars and Sag isn't able to move his energy and have some fun, he gets very agitated. He gets very jittery. He feels like he's being caged in. So it's going to be important here as Mars moves into Sagittarius on December 13th to give yourself movement and freedom in some capacity to give yourself space to do what you need to do and to follow where your body consciousness is speaking to you, where you might not understand it intellectually, but your body is telling you something. Your body is saying, I need to go for a walk or I need to go to the gym or your body is inspired to try something new, to take a risk, to do something you haven't done before. Typically, this is an expansive Mars And he wants to have multiple experiences. This is a Mars, again, that doesn't want to be caged in or held back and is looking for independence. Now, Mars in the fire signs is inspired to start something, to move ahead, to really follow a passion and desire but doesn't necessarily care about the exact results or even where it's going. There's just this openness to the energy where let's just see what happens. Let's just see what unfolds. So that could bring in some lightheartedness here where the Capricorn energies are serious and focused, but then you're like, okay, I need a break from the work. I need to go do something that's fun. Uh, This is the energy of dancing going to a party or doing something that is more celebratory. Perhaps it's even just enjoying music that lifts your spirits. I mean, there's movement here and it's important to honor that, especially if you've been overly focused or very much in your head. This is an opening into the body and an opening into freedom and movement. It's also important to note that this Mars in Sagittarius will be traveling behind the sun for a number of months. In fact, this Mars will be right behind the sun in Sagittarius for this month. And then as we move into 2022, Mars remains behind the sun. And I wanted to call this out because what it means is that Mars brings in The energy that's lagging or anything that is stuck behind you, Mars brings in more of that momentum and push to keep things moving forward. And you could think of it as the sun is the brightest source of light and energy in our solar system. The sun is very significant and in astrology, we follow the transiting sun throughout the year. And Mars is also a masculine energy, just like the sun. And this is the energy of momentum and asserting yourself and allowing things to progress and move ahead. So when Mars is behind the sun, there's like that push from behind, that energy that's supporting you that won't let you stop. And I mean that in a good way. I mean that the energy is helping you to keep going forward and to not allow something to be thrown off the back of the truck. Because if something is thrown off the back of the truck, that Mars is going to catch it or find it or bring it forward. So Mars behind the sun brings in an additional push and motivation. You could think of it as the last soldier in the army bringing up the rear, keeping the pace, moving things forward and ensuring that nothing is left behind. So this can be a motivating Mars. This can be a Mars that keeps us charging forward and moving ahead and also won't let anything slow down, especially when it's in the same sign as the sun, because then they're basically marching to the same beat. They're in a harmony, when the Sun and Mars are in the same astrological sign, which is the case here until the Sun enters Capricorn on December 21st. So we have a Mars answering and working with the Sun and Sagittarius, keeping things moving and going ahead. And throughout 2022, the Sun maintains its pace, but Mars starts to have more distance between the Sun and his planet in mars so there's an energetic difference between when mars is leading meaning when mars is ahead of the sun versus when mars is behind the sun so we're experiencing mars behind the sun in the same astrological sign from december 13th until december 21st and again it's strengthening that sagittarius energy and supporting us in moving forward and next steps Now, I also wanted to bring your attention to the fact that we have Jupiter in Aquarius for only a few more weeks as it will change signs and re-enter Pisces on December 29th. So this Jupiter in Aquarius is expanding our ability to connect, gather, and meet with people, helping us to understand the bigger world at large where we can have a clear understanding and knowingness of what you want in the future. This Jupiter in Aquarius also supports understanding your individual energy, how you're different, how you're unique, how you are energetically designed like like no one else and why that's important and why that is necessary at this time because it's very important to understand more about how you're different and to feel confident in that in fact that's the case for so many of us who are star seeds light workers those who are energy healers and here to do something new and different on the planet i hope that this energy of transiting jupiter in aquarius over the past year has opened you up to even more that is important to you in this life, as well as to your own skills and gifts on the planet. So this has been one of the positive manifestations of Jupiter in Aquarius, especially as we've also been experiencing Saturn in Aquarius, which has also activated more of these Aquarius energies. So as Jupiter completes its journey through Aquarius here, there is a sense of understanding what you're going to take forward, where you've developed a clearer knowingness of who you are, what you're about, what you came here to do, how you are uniquely designed to share your gifts, your talents, your abilities, and to feel good about that, to allow that be something that strengthens you, that builds your confidence, and to also remind you that it's right on time, meaning it's on time for the planet. It's on time for humanity. It's something that we're meant to awaken to even more in ourselves because this Jupiter in a Aquarius. It's the energy of there's a place for every puzzle piece. Every puzzle piece is necessary to create the whole picture. And so when we understand more of our own unique puzzle piece, it gives us that confidence to keep trusting ourselves, to keep developing our gifts and abilities, and to know that it is needed at this time and that there is a place for it on the planet, and within the energetic whole. Now, Jupiter takes 12 years to move through the full zodiac and typically spends about one year in each astrological sign. So, Jupiter will not return to Aquarius for another 12 years, and when it does... Saturn will no longer be in Aquarius. So we've had this partnership going on. And we've also talked about how when Saturn and Jupiter were conjunct back in December 2020, it began a new synodic cycle. And a synodic cycle is when you have two planets, especially these outer planets of Jupiter and Saturn, conjunct at the same place. They're initiating a new energy together. They're working together to begin a new cycle, very similar to a new moon energy. And so they began a new synodic cycle together that lasts for a few decades. And this means that the energy, is going to continue to move forward and play out, but it's really strengthened by these Aquarius themes. So even as Jupiter moves into Pisces at the end of December 2021, we still have Saturn moving through Aquarius into 2023 and further strengthening and firming up these Aquarius energies in our lives and in the world at large. So the Aquarius energies will continue to be strong going forward, but they are going to change as Jupiter moves on. Now, as Jupiter has been in Aquarius, it has provided a level of energetic protection. And that's one of the gifts of Jupiter, especially as it's the biggest planet in our solar system. Jupiter brings in protection and allows us to learn and grow in kind of this safe bubble where there's a sense of it's easier to do some things, there's more to learn, there's more going on, it's that expansive energy, but there's also a protection around it. So, So as Jupiter moves into Pisces, we're going to see that energy move into Pisces and then Jupiter will be trailing behind Neptune and Pisces, but bringing in protection for more of the Pisces energies. So this is going to be a very interesting shift because as Jupiter moves into Pisces, it's going to open up our ability to trust ourselves and our intuition to really use and apply more of our spiritual gifts to be more sensitive even to other energies, more compassionate, more empathetic, and it will be easier to surrender and detach, but we'll be moving through new lessons as we move stronger into these Pisces energies. And we'll keep talking about that as we move forward and move into 2022. So over this next week, it's going to be very important to look at the energies that are supporting you, as we discussed, really calling in your ability to trust, to feel connected, supported, loved, and cherished at this time so that you can continue forward by staying open to the new experiences or new energies as they're coming through. And that's certainly been the case since we had that Sagittarius solar eclipse on December 3rd and 4th, which brought in a lot of new energies that will continue to play out into the new year. And so if something hasn't happened yet, meaning you're really feeling something coming up or coming through or you're waiting eagerly, you have that energy of anticipation about something that you're looking to create or manifest, this is why you want to continually strengthen your energy field with trust. Trust in the best possible outcome best possible next steps. Trust in whatever is ready to unfold next that's operating in the highest and best good for all. Trust in your power and your ability to co-create with the universe because it's when we're in these in-between times of you know something is starting or initiating, but it hasn't shown up yet. This is where we can be wobbly. This is where we can have our doubts and insecurities and fears show up, especially if it's something brand new that you've never experienced before. You can have a lot of doubts around if it's going to happen, if it will show up. But the more you strengthen your energy field to really feel empowered by that level of trust, the more you're going to feel steady and calm and be open to navigating these energies without sinking into some of those lower places. And hey, even if you do sink into those lower places, no worries. That's human. That's normal. It will move through again. It will rise back up again. So it's important to have that place that you return to, where even if the fears come up and you go into maybe a downward spiral or those things show up that really challenge your belief in what you're wanting to manifest, just have that place you return to that gives you stability, that gives you clarity, that reminds you of your power and your ability to trust yourself and your energy. And that will help with stabilizing what you're moving through and also help ground you into what you are creating. So know that that's just part of this journey. That's part of how we manage and navigate these energies is that, yeah, we get thrown off at times or we dip down into our fears and parts of ourselves that can feel low, but it's also your responsibility to have that place that you return to that gives you trust in the process and strength in yourself. And this is one of the best ways that you can be energetically managing yourself at this time. So on another note, I wanted to follow up with you about the financial organization program that I mentioned about a month ago. It's finally ready. It's finally open. And it's a program that I'm really excited to share with you because it's about financial empowerment. And this is a program that focuses on the overarching financial choices you can make throughout your life. It's about understanding what the options are, what the choices are, things to be aware of in your own financial habits so that you can create create a very healthy sense of purpose and focus in this area of your life so this is a program that's about helping you to prosper helping you to be in charge of your financial well-being and I have partnered with a financial advisor named Bill Combs who I have worked with and he has a lot of important knowledge and education around what you can do and the choices you can make across all areas of your financial life so I want to be clear, There's no astrology in this program, and there's no advice, meaning this is not about investing or what to do in the markets. It's not about telling you what to do with your money. Rather, it's giving you a bigger picture of how to manage your money, how to be in charge of your financial planning, no matter where you are in life. And I'm personally very passionate about this because I feel this is so important, and it's not something that we necessarily come across. We have to seek it out or go find it unless you already have people in your life who share this information with you, who are very financially savvy, who are aware of things, you might not know this information. You might not have this at your fingertips. And as I was going through this process and I was learning so much, especially over the last number of years, I was like, I know so many people who would benefit from this if they just knew what their choices were. So that's why I wanted this program to come out and why I wanted it to reach you if you're interested. Again, this is not about any kind of financial advice. And that was something that we had to be very aware of because before we could release this program, it had to go through compliance. And someone asked if compliance was my spirit guides. Like, no, compliance is a number of people who had to review this program to ensure that what we're saying and sharing is good, solid advice and that it isn't anything that would take you off course or give you bad information. So we had to work with a compliance team to make sure that this information was solid and strong. And in fact, there's things that we couldn't use as examples. But what we do use in the program is designed to help you understand the fullness of your choices and to make some clear planning decisions going forward. And with finances, you know, it can only meet you where you're at. And that changes throughout your life, right? Like it's Things that are important to you in your 20s, well, there's different things that are important to you in your 40s, in your 60s. So this information is designed to show you what you can do now. And we give you some really cool tools and resources to work with and check out. For example, you get access to a program called Wealth Steps that helps you understand more of what you can do with your income, how you can pay off debt. It's essentially a tool for getting an understanding of your own financial well-being. And then we go through other parts of your financial life. And you can check it all out on the link I'm going to put below this podcast. You can check it out and see if it resonates with you, if it would be useful, if it's something that is applicable to where you're at or what you're deciding right now. I do stress as well that there's nothing else inside the program that we're selling you. There's nothing you're being sold. There's nothing else you have to buy. I personally hate that. So it's just very 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 much education, information gives you some things to go check out or see if they're a right fit for you and then to make the decisions that are best for you, your family, and where you're going in the future. So that information is below the podcast and of course I have a coupon code for you where you can use the coupon code PROSPER to get the full program for 99 bucks because that's how much I think people would benefit from this information. It was important to make it affordable and something that you could use as well as your loved ones can benefit from it as well. So please check that out if you're interested. Otherwise, I will see you back here for another podcast episode soon where I do a new show for you every Monday and Wednesday and also every Friday I have new videos for you on YouTube that talk specifically about certain astrological topics and this Friday I'll be sharing with you more insights about the North Node moving into Taurus and I actually have two videos for you on that topic so that will be coming out this Friday and this Saturday. I wish you a beautiful week ahead. As always, I'm grateful for your energy, your presence, and your connection. And you can find out more about me at mollymccord.online, as well as on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you so much for being here. I wish you a beautiful week ahead, and I'll connect with you again soon.